0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy, founders of the Anti-Aging Clinic in Lauderhill, Florida, where the alternatives matter. Now, here are your hosts, David and Stephanie Tippy. Welcome,
0: everyone.
1: And we broadcast live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. right here in Tamarack, Florida. Tonight, we're going to be talking about sugar is your enemy. Remove it from your life. There are many reasons why you should remove the sugar or part of it from your diet. Now, Stephanie is just about to walk in, so let's... uh, Introduce her, Stephanie. Come in and say hello.
0: Welcome to Aging Younger Radio. This is Stephanie Tippy. My husband, David, and I broadcast live every Wednesday from our clinic in Tamarack, Florida. And you can reach us live at Live Longer 123, oh, sorry, 954-742-4430. And you can visit us online at LiveLonger123.com.
1: Let's go to agingyounger.net now for our new website. Now, there are many reasons why that we should remove sugar, or part of sugar, at least from our diet. On one hand, too much sugar causes health problems. If you have diabetes or diabetes awareness, you should limit your intake of sugar every day. Of course, everyone knows that too many sweets and sugary foods brings as many dental problems but also to weight gain and obesity. In 1999, the big food industry, in a closed-door meeting, revealed that any efforts to make their food healthy by removing the unhealthy ingredients would certainly make their Frankenstein food creations taste horrendous. You don't have to be a CEO to know that nothing spells a quicker decline in profits more than an unpalatable product. Health be damned, a common ingredient in one of America's most popular snack foods, has just been linked to Alzheimer's disease in a new study. A study from scientists at the University of Minnesota in Minneapolis draws a link between an artificial butter flavoring from popcorn and an abnormal brain protein that's been linked to Alzheimer's disease. The study raises this troubling possibility of long-term neurological toxicity mediated by diacetyl. Diacetyl, excuse me. Robert Vinson and colleagues concluded, diacetyl is responsible for the buttery flavor and the smell of microwave popcorn. It also can be found in margarine, candies, and baked goods. It is naturally present in some alcoholic drinks like beer and Chardonnay, though uh, in much smaller amounts. As uh, reported in the chemical research in the toxicology, uh, toxicology publication, the researchers realized that diacetyl has a similar structure to a substance that makes proteins clump together in the brain. When these uh, beta amyloid proteins start clumping together, they form the plaques that are associated with Alzheimer's. Acetyl is driving growth in these plaques and making them worse. It is causing more problem clumping which leads to more plaque deposits. That, in turn, makes them more toxic and leads to more damage in the brain. The popper, the popular flavoring easily penetrates the blood-brain barrier, a protective feature that keeps toxins from entering the brain while suppressing a protein known to safeguard the brain cells.
0: Now the combination of effects raises very serious questions about the safety of the additive and how much is truly acceptable to ingest. The research is stated in a press release, and I'm going to quote, whether toxic levels of diacetyl are achieved in various body uh, compartments upon mere consumption of diacetyl-containing food Substances is an is an unanswered but an important question. Robert Vince from the University of Minnesota and colleagues said in an American Chemical Society's news release. So that ends the quote. Now, we always say sugar is your enemy, is the sweetest of poisons, believe it or not. If you want to lose weight and get rid of the fat, then you really have to stop eating sugar. Sugar is a simple carbohydrate and it will elevate your blood sugar, which also will stop the fat burning process. It is not enough to just stop eating products that obviously contain a lot of sugar. You have to watch for the hidden sugars. The top hidden sugar products could be the ones you would have never suspected. Now some of these products might include your breakfast cereal, protein drinks, uh, skim milk, yogurt and yogurt drinks, dried fruit, and fruit juice. Uh, And, you know, I am a a yogurt lover, and what I do is I purchase the Greek yogurt, and the Greek yogurt does not contain sugar. So for those of you who enjoy uh, eating yogurt, I suggest uh, a Greek-style yogurt. Now, product labels don't make it easy to figure out the amount of sugar added to a particular food. The sugars may be hidden as fructose, agave nectar, high-fructose corn syrup, really, really bad for you, and dextrose or cane crystals. Now, you don't have to totally cut out some products from your life. You will no doubt find a list of widely consumed foods along with their important values. Certainly, we have suggestions for our clients. You could eat almost everything you love. But women within a safe scale, which does not the sweet poison. If you want to lose weight and get rid of that excess fat, then you have to stop eating sugar, plain and simple. And as I stated, and please remember this, sugar is a simple carbohydrate that elevates your blood sugar, which also will stop the fat burning process. It is not enough. just stop eating products and obviously contain uh, that obviously contain a lot of sugar you have to watch for the hidden sugars now I, I mentioned this before the top hidden sugar products could be the ones that you never suspected and again it's so important I'm going to reiterate that these products might include your breakfast cereal so Please start reading your labels on the boxes. Your protein drinks, skim milk, yogurt uh, drinks, dried fruit, and fruit juice. And we are not referring to the fresh squeezed juice.
1: You know, product labels don't make it easy to figure out the amount of sugar added to a particular food. Sugars may be hidden as fructose and agava, nectar, high fructose corn syrup, and dectose and cane sugar uh, crystals. Let me repeat, if you want to lose weight, get rid of the fat, then you have to stop eating sugar. Sugar is a simple carbohydrate that elevates your blood sugar, which also stops the fat burning process. How to remove sugar from your, your system? Sugar is everywhere. You can't find it. You can find it in every, everything from dairy products to sauces to canned foods. If you're trying to eliminate sugar from your life, you will need to do more than just give up sweets. Aside from changes in your diet, exercising daily and drinking water are vital. Since you get your energy from the proper sugar, exercising will help you burn the sugar in your blood and water will circulate it and hydrate every cell. That is if you do don't replace it by eating carbs again right after your workout. Be removing sugar from your blood successfully following the, these steps, if they uh, might prove to be helpful. How to remove sugar from your system. Read the nutrition labels of the foods you buy frequently. Either eliminate anything that contains added sugar or compare similar products and choose the one with the lowest sugar content. According to the Children's Hospital in Boston, every four grams of sugar equals one teaspoon. The recommended intake of sugar is no more than six teaspoons a day, so keep that in mind when choosing products to eat. Step two, switch to whole grains. While all carbohydrates are converted into glucose by your body, Whole grains go through a process much more slowly. This means you'll have time to burn off that sugar rather than have it around or store it as fat. Get rid of refined grains and carbs like white rice, white sugar, sugary cereals and sweets. Instead, opt for brown or white rice, or wild rice, excuse me, whole wheat bread and Pasta of plain oats. Now, we particularly like quinoa, which is one of the finest amino acids that you can put in your body. Also, step three reduce your overall carb intake. Since sugar comes from carbs, cutting your overall carb intake will help you clear sugars from your system. According to a low carb nutrition informational expert, a low carb diet is any diet where you eat fewer than 100 grams per day. However, some diets, like the Atkins, cut down your carb intake to no more than 20 grams per day, which forces the body to burn muscle for energy and store fat.
0: Now, there's a fantastic article in the November issue of Ellie magazine written by a woman named Claire Mattai, I believe, it. that's M-A-T-T-I-A-E, and she basically explains what happens to our bodies when we eat sugar and, and go through a lot of the foods that have the hidden ingre- ingredients, including the fruit bars. She uses a great quote by Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, the author of Beat Sugar Addiction Now, telling people to stop eating sugar is like telling someone to just stop taking heroin. There are serious sugar addicts in this world. And she ends by saying, and this is a direct quote in her article, think think a life without sugar is not worth living? After a few weeks, you will adapt to the reduced amount, and you will actually taste the natural sweetness of your food. You might even find your old treats taste uh, uh, sickly. The old snack time whale of desperation will be a thing of the past. And that's a close quote. Kaolin co- co- uh, is an Irish name from the Irish kaol uh, meaning slender and fair. For weight loss or kaolin is sugar your enemy or an invisible friend. The correct sugar for the body is an energy boost and present at all seasons or what is called a perennial favorite ingredient for the kids, also considered a health hazard, leading to tooth decay, obesity, and long-term health and weight loss problems if indulged in excess. Sugar is something that every conscientious parent has wrestled with at one time or another. And there's a good reason to be wary. Excess consumption of sugar has been tied to a rash of health hazards. An overview provided by the American Heart Association found links between sugar-sweetened beverages and obesity. Type two diabetes and hypertension doesn't it does not surprise us here at Aging Younger. The same study notes that over the past thirty years, total calorie intake has increased by an average of one hundred and fifty to three hundred calories per day and approximately fifty percent. Percent of this increase comes from liquid calories, like the sugar sweetened drinks. So, we say, should you ban soft drinks and other sugar heavy foods entirely from your child's diet? That's our question. According to answer, let's let's see what uh, is being said according to the dietitian department of the Asian Hospital. This should never be done. It's not possible to remove candy, zero sugar for the kids, even for reasons of weight loss, because they'll simply eat the stuff on the slide. There can be control. It is recommended that children consume no more than three to eight teaspoons of added sugar a day, depending on their caloric intakes. For comparison's sake, let's let's take a slice of white bread, which has point it has zero point three teaspoon of sugar in it. A three ounce slice of chocolate cake has eight teaspoons of sugar. Those teaspoons they they add up. So for every teaspoon of sugar, which is five grams, that provides twenty calories. as refined sugar make up empty calories or caloric intake without added vitamins and or the nutrients, it is highly recommended that parents find ways to give kids those calories in other more nutritious ways.
1: Nutritious sugar substitutes, for example, fresh fruit is one sugar substitute, worth considering. By way of comparison, one teaspoon of sugar equivalent to 20 calories is equivalent to half a serving of fruit. A fruit has more nutrients. Fresh squeezed, real fruit juices can be considered as an alternative, though parents should avoid the syrupy solutions that are often passed for uh, juices in grocery stores and powdered fruit juices are not real juices at all. It's better if you get real, freshly squeezed fruit juice, sure. You should also avoid adding sugar to juices. A child's sugar intake, or any person for that matter, should fit into a larger picture because a well-balanced diet for weight loss or weight maintenance must have carbohydrates, protein, and good fat. Why sugar is the enemy or what you haven't been told about sugar. Okay, the uh, koalane, remember it means skinny. Why is sugar in between commas in printed health news of today? Because you are being told in some places at this time that sugar is bad, but why? It's simple, because what you're being sold as sugar really isn't sugar in the natural form. This is, conversely, uh, what you're being told and sold as sugar is what we call Frankenstein sugar. It is something straight out of the chemistry lab. This is an individual molecule of glucose, one that has been chemically cleaved the fructose uh, molecule, which is normally bound to, this is what is commonly labeled as sugar in foods from our grocery store. And the problem is that even though this is part of a natural sugar, sucrose molecule, it does not act like a natural substance inside the body. It acts like a chemical, a drug, and that should make the rest of what we say no surprise the fact that this sugar is in fact a drug means that your body does not absorb it like normal food therefore you cannot get any sense of, of satiety meaning a feeling of fullness and satisfaction from consuming this frankenstein food look alike therefore you can eat this for an extended period without feeling full. I don't know about you, but that scares the living daylights out of me. Now if you consume large amounts, I'm talking in excess of 60 grams in a single sitting of this Frankenstein sugar, your body will attempt to remove it from your system to prevent this drug from damaging your body. So how will it do this?
0: Well, let me give you the answer. It does this by converting it to fat in your liver, and that may, might cause the uh, the raising of some of your eyebrows out there to uh, who are listening to the show. But that's what your liver is for. The liver is for eliminating toxic chemicals from your body, and yes, that toxic chemical also includes Frankenstein sugar which is extremely toxic. The other thing that should disturb all of us is this sugar thing is a drug. That simply means it comes with all the complications of drugs, meaning the side effects, the withdrawal symptoms, and it is a pretty sad picture. So the question still may be on some of your minds is, is it really that bad? Because I I, I can uh, feel and sense that people are really thinking that. Let me stammer with a few words that will help us get get the point across. We mean it's not like you are a drug addict or anything. The honest truth is you are and you are really addicted. In fact, sugar is the most addictive substance known to humankind. We're born with an innate palate that prefers sour food. And once it is converted to liking the sweets, it cannot be reverted. That means a lifelong addiction to sugar. The problem is that now that the sugar is in a lot of the processed foods that we find in our supermarkets, we and we will leave, let you conclude your own assumptions as to why A can of tomatoes must have four teaspoons of this Frankenstein sugar in it. So how do we avoid it? Well, our most simple answer to you is to start reading your labels and to start only consuming foods that are as close to their natural state as you can find in your area, including buying from local farmers. Therefore, the closer a food is to its natural state, the less likely that we will have Frankenstein sugar in it. So I hope we are making ourselves loud and clear. It's bad, but surely there's a safe amount I can have, and you may still ask that question, what is that safe amount? I think that we all have to fall back onto the words of our fourth grade teachers. And that is, when they said to us, there is no such thing as a a safe amount of toxic poison, when you're talking about addictive substances, as always, if you want to know more about sugar alternatives or how you can alter your diet to avoid consuming this drug or any other health-related issue, Why not give us a call? Take out your pen and paper, please jot down our number. David and I can be reached at 954-742-4430. Again, our number is 954-742-4430. And you can simply pick up that phone, make a call, and schedule a consultation with us. You don't even have to be in the office. We can help you over the phone and through the, e- uh, the mail and or the email and via Skype. Again, our number is 954-742-4430. Fat
1: is your enemy, not your enemy. Sugar is. Eating a diet high in refined sugar is a leading cause of obesity in adults and kids. Many people think that eating fatty foods is the main cause of weight gain. But that is not true. Sugar is what's making you fat. So which is better? Bacon or eggs or bagel or or cream cheese? Although we say sugar is making you fat, what exactly constitutes sugar? More than you would think actually because we know that Skittles, Fun Dips, sourdough, straws, soda, all contain Frankenstein sugar. But what about foods that don't actually taste sweet? Did you know that when you bagel, your body immediately converts it to sugar? What most people don't know is that your body doesn't know the difference between carbohydrates and sugar because there is no difference. The body uses sugar for energy, so every carbohydrate you eat is immediately converted to sugar and enters the bloodstream. When your body needs to work, as in work outdoors or strenuous task or whatever, it uses the sugar that is already being pumped through the blood for your energy. What if your job requires you're sitting all day. How much energy do you really need? Now, not nearly as much as you are eating. Trust me, that is for sure. That is why we are overweight and why diabetes is so prevalent in our society. We take in far too much sugar, and our bodies cannot handle it. If you are not using that sugar as energy your body then has to store it there's your body store it right around the midsection thighs arms buttocks anywhere else it can find a big patch but guess what when summer comes and you go on that low fat diet you won't lose fat not fat weight why because low-fat foods tend to be loaded with sugars. If they take away all of the fat, it doesn't taste nearly as good as it did before. So they add sugar and high-fructose corn syrup in the place of fats and call it fat-free, and you think that is going to make you skinny. But it's only going to make you fatter you have to realize that foods that contain fat are often high in other essential uh, dietary nutrients like protein and vitamins. Although there is fat in bacon and eggs, there is also protein, something most carbohydrates lack. Protein keeps you feeling fuller longer, helps muscle repair, and is only stored as fat when you consume it in excess of your daily needs. This would probably only happen if you were supplementing with protein shakes and eating protein-rich food six to eight times a day. You usually need to work to make this happen.
0: So I want to throw a question out. And that question is, what should we all take away from this, what we have just been discussing? And simply, put, is read the labels because ingredients are very well hidden. When choosing a carbohydrate, read the ingredients. Contains two servings of whole grain. Does not mean it is a whole grain. The first ingredient should be on bleached whole grain wheat or something to that nature. Be fooled. Marketing companies hope that we will read, only read the front of their product labels. This is why the nutrition label is on the bottom, back or the side. Check it out. Not only does the label show that it it is made with wheat, but if you read closely, it says, Lightly sweetened whole grain cereal is, believe it or not, 12 grams of sugar. Really? Lightly sweetened? I think you can all answer that. Avoid nutrition labels that read. Please, avoid this. Bleached flour, sugar, high fructose corn syrup, rice, corn, and anything you cannot read. Don't know what the heck it is. If you can't pronounce it, don't buy it. The best plan is to keep it simple and keep it good. Wholesome, whole grains. Remember, these are sugars and the only ones your body really needs. And please avoid the following. Canned or packed fruit. Choose the fresh, unsweetened, frozen fruit. Avoid cakes, pies, and pudding. Muffins and bagels. Cereal bars, most protein bars, sweetened breakfast cereal, even those, even those are breakfast cereals that say healthy choice or, or to that, that it's a healthy breakfast or something like that. Specialty coffee drinks, uh, such as the chai tea lattes, frappes, and so on, because they are loaded with sugar or sugar uh, alternatives, which is even worse than sugar ice cream, frozen yogurt, uh, and please, beware of the fat-free kinds. Soft drinks and energy drinks, even the diet sugar-free ones, bottled fruit juices as opposed to juicing yourself, sweetened or flavored milk and yogurt, condiments such as ketchup, salad dressing, dipping sauces, You know, for salad dressing, you can't get any better or any healthier than plain lemon and olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, or balsamic vinegar and olive oil. Whether you want to cut back on sugar or eliminate everything sugary from your diet, please know there are steps you can take to have success. Sugar is found in some obvious sources, like ice cream and candy, but there are also the hidden sugars where sugar lurks. And we've been talking about this during the whole show, but it's so important to keep reiterating. Remove sugar from your diet by reading the labels obsessively. Retraining the way you think about food and distracting yourself from a sugar fix is calling. Look over the labels on your food. Sugar, by any other name, is still sugar. Search for ingredients ending in O's, O-S-E, such as fructose, which is fruit sugar, sucrose, table sugar, maltose, malted sugar, as you'll find in beer, galactose, and even lactose, which is milk sugar. In the latter case, uh, the milk can have up to 14 grams of sugar in an eight-ounce glass. Many fat-free, or low-fat foods compensate for the lack of fat, fat, which our taste buds recognize with that extra sugar. And David talked about this early in the show. Decide how much sugar you want to consume in a day, and then plan your meals accordingly. Discover sugar in all of its hidden forms. A chocolate bar may be an obvious place. Where sugar features itself, other foods are very sneaky, concealing the sugar secretly. If you are eliminating all sugar from your diet, don't forget the other white stuff, such as white potato starch, is quickly converted to sugar in your body, as is white flour, white pasta, and white rice. Fruit is a healthy source of vitamins, And according to some studies, like one from the researchers in Canada, may offer protections against uh, some types of cancer. However, if you need to eliminate all sugar from your diet, fruits and fruit juices may need to go.
1: Toss those processed food temptations that are in your closet, or even better, donate them to the the food pantry. If you need to remove all sugar from your diet, but know you can't live without marshmallows or processed orange juice, make them scarce and hard to get your hands on. Retrain the way you think about what you eat. Many people celebrate special occasions with rich, sweet dessert. Joy fruit instead. Focusing on food as a body nourishing tool to be used for help rather than a self-satisfying obsession to be consumed. If you're eliminating all sugar, reward yourself with a new activity, hobby, outfit, or a short trip. Make sugar less of a priority in bettering your health as a prominent goal. Distract yourself in the inevitable moments of weakness if you are wondering why am I doing this anymore or is a handful of cookies really going to hurt leave for a walk call a friend mow the yard catch up on your email do research on the negative effects of modern diet or even start an online group for people trying to live healthy supply your body vitamins and minerals, it needs by calling us today at 954-742-4430 or go to our website, agingyounger.net. Now that phone number again is 954-742-4430.
0: Please remember to purchase fresh vegetables, organic meat, and whole grains. Decide where and how you are going to supply what your body needs. We also suggest our natural rejuvenous brand vitamins, especially if you are eliminating all foods with any sugar in them. But understand that vitamins cannot make up for a poor diet, lack of exercise, or bad habit of not drinking water. So what sugar actually does to your brain and body. I wonder how many of our listeners have ever thought about that question. Well, we consume an enormous amount of sugar, whether consciously or not, but it's largely, again, I'll repeat, a misunderstood substance. There are different kinds and different ways that our body will process them all. Some consider it poison and others believe it It is the sweetest thing on the earth. Now both of them, both of these opinions are correct. The the different forms of sugar and the various ways that they affect you and how they play a role in, in healthy and unhealthy diets is vital to remember. And we cannot stress this enough. There are too many types of sugar and of course sugar substitutes which are all Frankenstein sugar or man-made stuff. The two and a half that are regularly encountered are the glucose and the fructose, which are the top examples.
1: Glucose is a simple sugar that the body likes. Your cells use it as a primary source of energy. So when you consume glucose, it's actually helpful. When it's transported into the body, it stimulates the pancreas to produce insulin. Your brain notices this increase, understands that it's busy metabolizing what you just ate and tells you that you're less hungry. The important thing to note here is that when you consume glucose, your brain knows to tell you to stop eating when you have had enough, but glucose isn't perfect. There are many processes involved. you consume glucose, but one that occurs in your liver produces something called a very low-density lipoprotein, or VLDL. You don't want the very uh, low-density. It causes problems like cardiovascular disease. Fortunately, only about 1 out of 24 calories from glucose that are processed by the liver turn into BLDL. If glucose were the only thing you ate that produced the BLDL, it would be a non-issue. For our purposes, high fructose corn syrup, HFCS, and sucrose are the same thing because they're both highly sweet and they both contain a large amount of fructose. Sucrose is 50% fructose and the high fructose corn syrup is 55% fructose which is high compared to normal corn syrup but pretty normal when compared to cane sugar. The remainder of each is glucose. In most cases fructose is bad for you because of how it's processed by the body. Fructose can only be metabolized by the liver which is not a good thing. This means a greater number of calories, about three times more than glucose, are going through the liver processes and that results in a much higher production of the bad cholesterol, remember the low-density lipid. and uh, and also fat, it also results in a higher production of uric acid and a lot of other things you don't want, which is believed to lead to dirty stuff like hypertension and high blood pressure.
0: On top of all of that, fructose consumption negatively changes the way your brain recognizes your consumption. This is because your brain resists a hormone called leptin, actually a protein called leptin, hormone protein, the protein that is vital for regulating energy intake and expenditure, which includes your keeping your appetite in check and your metabolism working efficiently. As a result, you keep eating without necessarily realizing you're full. Let's take an example. A soda containing high amounts of fructose will do little to make you think you're full even though you're taking in large amounts of calories. Your brain doesn't get the message that you really consumed much of anything and so it still thinks that the body is hungry. This is a very basic look at part of how fructose is processed and doesn't even touch upon many of its other problems, but it does identify the issue most people do care about, and that is the fat production. This isn't to say that fructose is all bad. It does have a practical purpose. If you're a professional athlete, for an example, it can actually be helpful. High fructose corn syrup actually uh, fully or abundantly provides for or will fill your glycogen supply faster, which is useful when you're burning it off. So the use of high fructose corn syrup in soft drinks actually has a practical purpose for those who can quickly burn it off and it never loses loses its toxic effects. It's not so helpful, excuse me, it's not so helpful for those of us whose life focuses Whose life focus is not physical activity, unless we find ourselves in a situation where we need fast energy that we are going to quickly burn off and we are willing to toxi- toxify the body. Fruit contains fructose, but guess what? It's Mother Nature's fructose, not the man made stuff. But as any food pyramid, or suggested intake ratios will tell you fruit is okay. How is that possible if fructose is almost always bad? This is because fruit, in its natural form, contains fiber. Fructose does not provide a safety alert to let your brain know to tell you to stop eating, but fiber does to a very high degree. This is why you can eat fruit despite the fructose content without experiencing the same problems as drinking a sugary soda. And this is why fruit can actually be beneficial.
1: The same goes for processed sugar. Sugar doesn't exist naturally as sparkly white crystals, but as a really tough stick called sugar cane. It isn't uh, until you process sugar that you can lose all of the fiber it contains. Without the fiber, you only have the tasty but problematic part of the original food. That's why processed sugars can cause problems. So why not keep the fiber, or at least some of it? Because when you process foods, you're not processing it for the purpose of it eating it immediately, instead you're processing it to ship it all over the world. Do this. Obviously, can't let the food expire or it will be useless when it arrives because fiber causes the food to go bad much faster. It needs to be removed. Additionally, many processed foods are even much worse off because of their low-fat content. Omega-3s, for example, have a short shelf life. And for big food industries, that means get out of our food. They sell. Now, sure, low-fat content sounds good. But just because you eat fat doesn't mean retain it. Your body can efficiently process and excrete fat. So fat intake isn't a huge issue by default. On the contrary, vital nutrients. Nonetheless, the past 40 years brought us a low-fat craze. Fresh food, and still tastes good without high-fat content. By processing low-fat uh, food, makes it taste like a we're going to call it doo doo, uh, and often with salt. And of course, companies understand this. And so they add a bunch of sugar and often salt to fix this problem. Process essentially exchanges fat the body can actually use for fructose-produced fat, which it cannot use and is a toxin for the body.
0: Now, these are the main reasons why processed food is often an enemy if you want to stay healthy. Check the sugar content on the back of every package of processed food you own or see at the grocery store, and you'll see see all of this for yourself if you are still in doubt. So, some amount of good sugar isn't really bad for you, but some sugar, like Frankenstein sugar, in any amount is really unhealthy. Since Frankenstein fructose is plentiful in many processed foods, how can you eat better and still enjoy the sweet things that you like? Well, some of the suggestions require a bit of sacrifice and will be difficult, but more effective and others are easy enough for anyone to incorporate into his or her diet. If you wish to curb your sugar intake, be reasonable reasonable about what you wish to accomplish. Failure is a lot more likely if you try to pack in large amounts of change all at one time. When you cut back on something slowly, it feels much easier and you are more likely to stick it out. Of anything you can do, this is the most important. Fructose heavy soda is remarkably problematic because For the reasons that we discussed earlier in the show, you can keep drinking it while your body is not recognizing your sugar intake. So your body still remains hungry. On top of that, a soda contains high amounts of sodium. Now why would you want and produce salt in your body? You wouldn't, and it makes you thirsty and prompts you to buy more soda to drink. Oh, those companies, they really know how to get us. So it's great for the companies that keep on making it, and it's really bad for our bodies, and we fall for it all the time. It also makes you urinate, as does caffeine, if your soda has, also includes that, as, as will coffee. So you'll feel the need to drink more as well. Now, this is masked by simply adding more fruits to the drink which is another obvious problem, but it increases sales. All of that is bad, but what makes it so important to stop drinking soda is that you get absolutely nothing else with it. While other sugary items, such as a piece of cake or a donut, God forbid you should eat that on a constant basis, are no shining examples of nutrition, they at least contain some nutrients that will help to alert your brain that you're actually eating something. Fructose heavy soda will not do this, so it's best to just cut it out entirely. Now this is the hardest thing, but the most important. Cutting it out will make it easier to stop eating too much sugar because you will be taking in far fewer calories that will go unnoticed by your brain. What can you drink without issue? Well, we're going to tell you here at Aging Younger Anti-Aging Clinic, the pure and simple answer is water, preferably high alkaline water from the Aging Younger Water Ionizer. And we would love for you to go to our website and review all about the. Aging Younger Water Ionizer. So, again, please get out your paper and pen. Jot down our, our website. It is agingyounger.net, or give David and, uh, and I or me a call, and our number is 954-742-4430. Again, take a moment, jot it down. The number is 954 742 four four three zero. We are here to assist and help you get back on track to a healthy
1: you. This may sound horrible to some people, but pretty much every other drink you can buy. This isn't to say you can never have another sugared beverage again, but the more you drink them, the harder it will be to control your appetite. Remember what the fourth grade teacher told us, and that is any poison is too much. If you want to incorporate sugar drinks, alcoholic beverages in your diet, try consuming them 20 minutes after you eat. At least uh, you can use this same trick for desserts as previously mentioned, processed. And unprocessed food fiber is very necessary in curbing sugar intake it does what fructose can't do and that is alert you that you have consumed calories and you don't need to eat anymore basically fiber and fructose need to work together fiber is fructose's unattractive but brilliant Friend. Fructose makes up for fiber's lack of sweetness, while fiber makes up for fructose uselessness. So how do you eat fiber, your fructose? Don't eat processed foods, number one. Get your fructose from fruit and other sources that contain built-in fiber. Preparing your own meals from unprocessed foods is always going to be the better option, but our busy lives make that difficult to accomplish for every single meal we eat. While avoiding processed foods altogether is nice, it's a nice thought, it may not be a realistic one for you. If you're going to eat something processed, be sure to check the label for sugar content. If it is not a dessert food, and sugar count isn't uh, negligible, you should probably avoid it. If it contains high fructose corn syrup early on in the ingredient list, or at all really, you should probably avoid it. Buy whole wheat bread. That is, that are actually whole wheat. Avoid the prepackaged dinners, period to say that, but it's just not a good thing. Buy foods with more fiber. They're likely to expire faster, which means more frequent trips to the grocery store, but that's a pretty minor sacrifice to make, don't you think?
0: If you like dessert, don't keep it at home. This is obvious, but it is also one of the most effective options uh, that you have. If you really want it, make yourself do a little dinner and if you have a craving for dessert afterwards then go out and get some chances are it won't take more than 20 minutes for that craving to just go away as you will fill up and won't want to eat anything else in the event it doesn't go at go in the event it doesn't go out and buy a reasonably sized portion dessert as long as you're not inclined to do this regularly, prolonging the decision to eat dessert should help out quite a bit on uh, the, uh, increasing these cravings. Now there have been laboratory experiments with rats showed that signs of sugar dependence developed over the course of 10 days. Now to us this suggests that it does not take long before behavior, behavior catches up with animals, making them dependent. There is something about this combination of heightened opioid and dopamine responses in the brain that leads to dependency. An opioid is any uh, psychoactive chemical that resembles a morphine or other opiates that are indeed neurotransmitters. Without these neurotransmitters, the animal begins to feel anxious and wants to eat sweet food again. Artificial sweeteners didn't change the dependence. The sweetness was the main factor and not the calories. While the study couldn't identify why these cravings exist, it could identify a dependency. If you're cutting down on sugar, please, Take it slowly. Your metabolism pretty much goes down the tank when you don't move around at all, making sitting the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the harbinger of death. We're big we, We're big on standing desks, which for starters, standing at your desks, which for starters helps you burn far more calories than sitting. you all around. As with any other level of physical activity, from standing to walking to running, calorie burn is a focus to have. Going for a 20-minute run is about equal to two thin mint cookies. I hate mint. Unless you're really fast, um, in which case you might get a third cookie in there. Burning off a fast food meal would require exercising for most of your day. It's just not feasible for everyone.
1: Physical activity helps because it reduces stress, which reduces appetite, and improves the way your metabolism functions. So less fat is produced when processed by your body. These things are much more important than calorie burn. Standing up a good way to negate the effects of sitting down, but you might not be able to do it all of the time. If you can't make sure, then make sure that you get up and walk around it a few minutes a day during uh, every time that you can think about it. If you just don't want to stand up while you work, try doing it only an hour a day. It's a short amount of time, and it's better than nothing. Regardless of how much you sit, keep track of the time and try to engage in physical activity, even if it's as mild as walking around, as close to that amount of time as possible. Go for walks, walks instead of a drive, play a sport, exercise, clean your house, or do anything that keeps you moving around. Generally, the entertainment you consume while sitting, like television and movies, And still be consumed while you're standing or moving around. Not be your ideal situation, but it's a good way to see, we're not giving up normal sedentary activity that you enjoy. So we're running low on
0: time, but. Mm -hmm. So just like with anything else, Mother Nature's sugar is not bad for you in moderation. The problem with sugar these days is that there's a lot more of it in everything, and its Frankenstein imposter is in practically everything processed and I'm going to leave it at that I think we've spoken a lot about the Frankenstein sugar you've been
1: listening to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy. you've just heard that alternatives to the sickness industry are alive and well helping you to age younger the anti-aging clinic is located at 7200 West Commercial Boulevard in Lauder Hill Florida you can reach David and Stephanie at 954-742-4430 that phone number again is 954-742-4430 and you can Learn more about them on their website, LiveLonger123.com. Join us every Wednesday and Friday at 1 o'clock for Aging Younger on 1040 W.